0: of the Boundless Audio Podcast Network.
1: Welcome to another episode of the Artist Pivot Podcast. I am your host, Ayana Major Bay, and I happen to be an actor, voiceover artist, mentor, and world traveler. This is a bi-weekly show featuring conversations about pivots and life lessons from the perspective of artists, those who work in and around the arts and arts educators. Everyone possesses the ability to pivot. You just have to be reminded sometimes, and that is what I am here to do. To stay up to date and in the know about merchandise, exclusive content, and how to support the show, please subscribe to the newsletter at ayanabay.com slash podcast. That's ayanabe dot slash podcast. And there is a link in the show notes. We'll get to this week's episode after a word from our sponsors. I have found that therapy is a tool to use to improve your life in one of the healthiest ways. For those who are working on their mental health and well-being, on a journey of facing your fears, or trying therapy for the first time, our show sponsor BetterHelp is here to help you. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. Join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com/artistpivot. That's better h e l p.com/artistpivot. This is part 2 of my conversation with Jonathan Lee Iverson. Enjoy no it is it is and so i wanted to the the one thing that's still sticking with me is is how you and anna had that like very parallel lives but in completely different arenas like yeah. she's an acrobat you're a singer but it's like no we kind of had the same like path like we had teachers that were like we're not giving up on you we see how much potential we have and we're going to teach you you know, to have this commitment and to not give up. But yet you're on other sides of the world. You've come into this world in different bodies. (laughs) Like, but you've had parallel experiences. And then you meet when you're supposed to meet and be like, wait a minute. What? Like, we're so, all of us are a lot more similar than we are different. Oh, yeah. Like, but the world is going to tell us we're so different. We're, you know, we don't have things in common, but it's like, it's quite the opposite. Like we have so many things in common, and that also is kind of a, a relief when you're like, "Wait, you went through that too? Yeah, so did I.
2: <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it's it's the craziest thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, that's why I, you know I'm kind of on this mission. You know, the more and more I see, you know, it, it's so interesting that I would end up here, yeah, in circus because it it really does speak to what I always what I was when I was growing up in New York city, which is, you know, this, I mean, this incredible melting pot, if you will. um, I I was always just curious about people. And I always had different types of friends. Yeah. And my mother was always one of these people who I, I mean, again, she would teach me in that, you know, how to reserve, how to be yourself and also experience others and to love people where they are. Yeah. You know, um, it, it, it was just really a, I, just, I was really gifted, uh, blessed in that mm-hmm. respect. And so that kind of curiosity, I remember I dated this woman uh, when I was really young mm-hmm. and, uh, and she she was funny. She said, you know what? I think you I don't. She said, I, I think you're going to marry a really exotic woman. I said, what do you mean? She said, I just think you're going to because there's something about you. Uh-huh. Like, I think your wife is probably going to be like mixed with everything. my wife is mixed with everything. (laughs) (laughs) And so it's funny because I I have like these kind of like curious, interesting takes that really you go, Oh my gosh, you, Mm -hmm. you just, you're just in a different, um, you come in a different package, but Uh we're kind of like the same people. You just, uh, Your hair is just straighter, or something, or your, you know, lips are fuller, whatever the case may be. Yeah, and I mean, it is my hope. I, 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 think art is so powerful that it, it has the potential of destroying those walls. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it was something I experienced when I, especially when I was at LaGuardia High School. Yeah, I mean, like I don't remember bullying mm. because. There's something about kids being busy, having a goal, having their superpower, having it being celebrated. We had kids of every kind. Of, when I think about it, I was like, man, like, I mean, you had kids who were all the way out. Yeah. And proud. And nobody, nobody said anything. They were like, damn, he can dance, man. We got to get him to choir. <laughs> you right, know, like, right. Wow. She can play. Oh, he could draw that. Oh, man. Man, you can sing that. Wait, we need. It's like. You're so. I guess you're so preoccupied creating, yes. and, and actually beautifying things, and experimenting, and and actually challenging each other. I mean, we back then we could have arguments, heated arguments about social, and still be friends. Like right. it wasn't personal. Like it wasn't like uh, uh, I hate. you. Like now it's so mm-hmm. polarized. You know. I think. I honestly, my dream is that. You know, we do have STEAM education, science, technology, mm-hmm. engineering, the arts, and mathematics. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it all is very, um, it's very crucial to yeah. the full development of the human being. And I think we're, I, I, I feel I, I'm concerned for this generation because they're not really, they're not given this beautiful artistic outlet. Mm-hmm. Like every mm-hmm. other kid you see nowadays has some kind of quirk and what have you. I'm like, like, really? Like, man, like, I, I think a lot of it is just bottled up creative energy Cre- that's yeah. it, that's been repressed, that isn't encouraged. They mm-hmm. don't know what to do with it because nobody's going, oh, that's what you are, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Try this. Or, you know, we don't let children be scientists anymore. You know, what happened to letting them fall in dirt and bump their heads and scrape their knees and, and create beautiful accidents that turn into, oh, that's, that's the purpose. That's what I'm supposed to be doing. Oops. You know, like let them get messy, you know, let them them get, yeah. And of course it can be in a controlled environment. That's what playgrounds are for. That's it. (laughs) That's exactly it. Yeah, you know that's that's what that stuff is for. Like, you don't have to protect them so doggone much, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, mm-hmm. I just, I, I really believe in the arts, and I believe yeah. in the power of of really bringing people. And I don't like saying bringing people together, but because I I don't like the idea of sameness. We're not yeah. all the same. No. And and that's fine, but we can celebrate our harmony. Derek, yeah. That's it. That's it. You know, we can mm-hmm. celebrate our harmony and 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 in the beauty of that, yeah, make something rather dynamic. That's what circus does to me. Yeah. You know that you have all of these different types of people with mm-hmm. unique skills. You yes. know, nobody does what anybody else does. Really,
0: Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
2: you know, I don't. I mean, I'm a singer. I'm a vocalist. I'm never in my life getting on a high wire. And I'm not going to tell somebody how to do that. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, a lot of these folks do a lot of different things that are so unique to them. Yeah. Um, that they have great pride in, and as such, they're able to respect one another. Mm-hmm. We're able to respect one another, and and focus in on our common goal is to create this abode of joy for yeah. everyday people and yeah. that's where the circus comes into play in creating something wonderful and that's really what great art is how do you you know you, you bring these people together who are definitely dynamically different from one another yeah. to create something so harmonious and, and and joyous and wonderful and challenging and but most of all excellent yeah excellent that's
1: it i mean you kind of you put it in like a nice little bow for me like it it is celebrating harmony like that's that's the example that like you said the circus gives like everybody is in their superpower yeah. everybody is in their own superpower and owns it but knows that it's a piece of something bigger that's and so it. we're all celebrating our like we're in harm we're in harmony together right. and we're not fighting like No, this person isn't more important than that person, this person. No, 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 no. We're in harmony together. And like you said, to bring this joy, to bring this light. And like in the world, like I agree with you, arts, like as a child growing up and my parents letting me like play piano and then I quit that and then I dance and then I did this, even though I still wish I continued to play piano. That is one (laughs) thing that I wish I didn't quit.
0: Me too. (laughs)
1: I was just like, oh yeah, I was, if I could go back, I'd be like, to my eight year old self, I'd be like, girl, I know it's hard, but just keep practicing. Yeah. Like, I would be like, you're going to need that one one day. But yeah. I, 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 I'm happy I happy my parents let me, like, okay, well, you can try that. You can try this and do that. Okay, fine. Like, but the arts is where I've, in essence, found myself and my superpower and my tribe. Like, I was like, oh, I don't feel, feel weird around arts kids. Like, these are my people. Right. And so I, I agree with you. The arts are like, so important and not saying that math and science isn't either because there are people who are scientists I look yeah. at scientists and go, God bless your brain. Cause that's not, <laughs> I, but I know that's not me. That's not me. That's your yeah. ministry. And we but need it, that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And it, it enhances, enhances, it, too. <laughs> it, enhances <laughs> it enhances it. Yeah. Yes. You know, I, I know several circus performers who were, and several performing artists who were at li- literally out they were going to school to become, uh, one in particular, her name is Susan. Mm-hmm. Susan's brilliant. She was going to be a geneticist like her mother. Oh. And uh, Susan, it, and she was at a high level too. Like she was going on like expeditions and yeah. and she just was like, there was something ticking. Mm. And she went and you know, she's became this extraordinary physical artist. And yeah. It's it's one of those things having the courage to go and go to where your blood beats, you know, Um, and and that's the thing, too. I always I always challenge parents not to be dream killers. You know, Um, you know, I I, I think Khalil Gibran said it best. You know, they're not yours, really. You know, Mm -hmm. you're giving your children back. Um, You know, they're reflections of you to a degree, but they're their own people. They Uh really are. Um, and so, don't be dream killers. I mean, you may not get it, you know, you may not understand it. Um, as long as it's not illegal, <laughs> that part it's that part. Well, as long as yeah. not illegal, let them run. <laughs> let them run with it. Um, it may not be the, the ideal you have for them, but mm-hmm. you would be shocked. I mean, I, but you take was the great producer Dr. Dre. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, he talks about that all the time. Like, like how he just was so obsessed with creating beats yeah, and DJing, and his mother wasn't having it. <laughs> right. but like, you know, like he's, this is what he knew. And look at him. Uh-huh. He, he eats a lot now. Like, I mean, he ends up basically being one of the icons of an industry. Yes. You know, you never know what that ticking is. I think, look, God puts something in everybody. Mm-hmm. And um, I think careful parenting and and careful instructors have a have a good understanding of how to give those types of people just the right amount of foundation, encouragement, discipline, uh-huh. without stepping on what it is they are. Yeah. You know, and that and that's a hard thing to do because you know what? There's so many people and I know it because you know I go I, I do a lot of speaking
0: mm-hmm.
2: and I oh there's always somebody that comes up to me like, man, I wish I wish it's the, I wish, I wish I would have stuck with that. But you know, my mother, you know, my dad, uh, you know, I didn't think. And to me, that's the greatest tragedy in the world, not to manifest to what it is you were designed to be, because I think that's the root of all of our problems. Yeah. Is, is the sense of your identity. You're not living honestly. The truth sets you free. You can't even, you know, listen, I, I I had one of those panic pivots, as I call it. Okay. During the pandemic. Yeah. And I, and I thought, oh, you know, literally I was on stage when I had, I was dismissed to go home because of the pandemic. Okay. So I'm panicking. I'm like, okay, well, let me get my insurance license. So I get my, my life insurance license and I'm going to join this company. And I did. And it was the most soul draining experience of my life. Oh, I mean I didn't I sleep good. Yeah. I've slept good my whole life. No matter what's going on I sleep good. Yeah. For a good 2 years I didn't sleep well.
1: Oh wow.
2: Doing that. Like my and I knew better. My entire yeah. mechanism. Cuz I trained myself enough. Like my entire me- my to my soul was like mm-hmm. what you doing? <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. What are you, like what are you doing? My friends, my real friends, they were so funny, man. I have a sister friend of mine. She's been my sister since high school. She's yeah. like, yeah, I don't know you selling insurance. I like, what you doing selling insurance? You ain't supposed to be selling insurance. Right. Uh, and it's so funny. But people who know you, like you can feel it in that tone. People, and that was a lesson somebody gave me, Like, and it was a hard one. You don't have a right to, like, it's one thing for people not to believe in you. Put it this way. It's one yeah. thing for people not to believe in you. Yeah. It's another thing when they do. That's a different kind of pressure when people know the best of you yeah or, or at least since there's so much more to you and yeah. you betray that uh, that's like repaying good with evil
0: yeah. In a sense.
2: like you don't have a right to be lazy you don't have a right to to not go for it.
0: Yeah. when you have
2: so many people who believe in you and that's how i, I look at it you know with Ooh. with our ancestors who i have great pride in you know it's like mm-hmm. i feel like i have a cloud of witnesses man and sometimes in my meditations i think on it i mean i'm thinking of that brilliant young singer who was yeah. in a jim crow ever who who wasn't allowed to yeah, yeah. i mean like I, th- just and even now we don't even have to go back then like mass incarceration has stolen more genius than we'll ever, ever know. Yeah. We're talking about genius business people, genius doctors, genius artists, whatever. Yeah. But, but, like, I mean, that's a serious thing, too. I don't think people understand the evils of racism. That's the mm-hmm. evil of it. Like, yes. you, you have every right. You ain't got to like me. But to, to actually inhibit my life, that's it. That's, that's it. a little, that's kind of, to me, that's analogous to murder. Mm-hmm. You're inhibiting my purpose. like fine, yes. you you don't have to like you don't have to live with me. Right. You don't have to, but don't inhibit right. me. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. I think of that like you hear those stories. I'm sure you've heard them in your family where everybody's got a story of that brilliant somebody. Wow, they yeah, they just knew this naturally or they just could do this, but they just weren't given that chance. or yes. we're finding out the how racism is so, so so insidious that it affects mental health. You have a lot of our folks who are geniuses, but we didn't know because we thought they were crazy, and they weren't crazy. They were just driven out of their minds unfortunately because of the horrors of what was going on in our lives and it still happens. That's why Mm -hmm. I do think, you know, listen I'm unapologetically 1000% black and I love black people without without Stuttering, uh-huh. I I'm black, they black, black, black all day. Because there's no greater miracle on this earth than black people. Come on, there's no greater miracle. How can there be? Look at and everybody knows it. Even people from other countries. I work with them every day. Right. Everybody knows it. But that's everybody. why they inhibit us, though, because they know
1: it. Oh that, yeah. They know. They know. They know it more than we do. Like better than we
2: do. Oh yeah.
1: That's why they inhibit it. You're just like. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. That's the okie, that's the hokey doke. Okay. Cause y'all
2: already know. Yeah. Listen, man, I, I see it, man. It's so funny. They had that meme that goes around, you know, black people are never really alone because <laughs> it's, it's true. I'm mm-hmm. like, I've caught people just staring. Yeah. You know, just, and it's so interesting, man. I mean, it, it, and I, my hope for us is that we a value ourselves as individuals yes. and, and, and value each other. Like I, I, you know, I, I hope we stop falling for the okie doke,
0: mm-hmm. the
2: separation. You hear all these goofy things about black men and black women. We are so intertwined. I, like, I can't survive without you mm-hmm. and you can't without me. And yeah. I mean, like we are fused to each other's soul into our own existence. And I mean, I celebrate as much as I can and promote as much as I can. Yeah. If I say I yes, yes, and I did it because they black, yes, I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. Absolutely, believe me. Mm-hmm. And I'm not. I don't apologize for that because I think we need to start thinking in those terms. Listen, I've not. I have a saying that I got from our great ancestor John Henry Clark. We have mm-hmm. no friends, and when you mm-hmm. look at it in the large scheme of things, we yeah. really don't. All we have is each other. And, and that doesn't dismiss the wonderful exceptions. You know, I celebrate John Brown's birthday every year. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I remind people of Viola Luizo every year because okay. these are people who, quite frankly, didn't fall for the okie doke. Uh-huh. And if you look at it, what's the whole thing of the CRT nonsense that they, they love? They, they just somebody. And this shows how insidious and evil some people are you know, that they would just troll out some little acronym mm-hmm. that's not even taught any, in any grade school anywhere. It never has been. But the purpose of it is to introduce ways to get rid of our history in the schools, period. Yes. That was the purpose of it. And the reality is there are two things going on. Not only is it to quiet that down, but it's also to keep the lie of white supremacy going. Because mm-hmm. you know what will happen if it, yeah. To these children, if they had to actually look at history, Uh they're not going to feel bad for themselves because God knows we've been traumatized by it forever and a day. What I suspect the elite figures that play this Mm -hmm. game are Mm -hmm. afraid of is their children actually reading those books Uh and finding people like John Brown, finding people like uh, Newt Knight, finding people like Viola Luizzo and Reverend Jim Reeves and so many others. Yeah. The Quakers who who understood the lie of racism Mm -hmm. and didn't fall for it and acted seriously in partnering with people who they saw as themselves. Yeah. And gave their lives to do it, Mm -hmm. because if they see that, then they'll actually realize, oh, my gosh, no, my whiteness isn't so special.
1: That's it. That's, That's the it. fear,
2: because if they start going, "Wait a minute, it's not actually so special. and mm-hmm. I do have these commonalities with this person, and why wouldn't I want this because well, what and when they start looking at the so look at the civil rights movement, like right. every time black people win, everybody wins. everybody wins everybody everybody, wins. even more than us. like mm-hmm. you know how many immigrants I have to check every now and then, especially of the dark nature, who come over mm-hmm. and they start that talk. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you're not here without those complaining black people. Mm-hmm. Like, white women literally became a minority <laughs> class <laughs> because of the civil rights movement. Like, everybody wins when we everybody make noise wins. and we stand up. And so, right. I am, again, I'm unapologetically black and yeah. supportive of our work because it's, it's going to benefit everybody. That's yeah. why I'm am I'm, I'm I'm huge in yes reparations. It will benefit everybody, and everybody we knows know. it. But yeah. we have to play these games. But that's again why art is so needed. We need bold artists again. Yeah, who have it within them to to tell these stories and and express it in that wonderful way that you know art has a way of humanizing us to each other. Yeah. I mean, the fact that, you know, he's infamous now, but Bill Cosby, mm-hmm. you had this black man who was known as America's favorite dad. He was. He but was. Somehow, black men are horrible dads. He's America's favorite dad. Mm-hmm. And he was running on, I mean, he ran on that. And you had, my mother used to tell me about it. She's like, she's talked to, to, you know, people she worked with, white men she worked with, who literally would tell her, I learned how to raise my kids watching that show. Wow. You know, I mean, we Mm -hmm. benefit the whole. Yeah. And there's something about great art that brings, it's like, oh my goodness, all of a sudden the scale's full. That's why, you know, you look at things like the current state of hip hop, Mm-hmm. You know, I I grew up watching the different incarnations of it. Yeah, I was never a hip hop head, but I was always aware. Yeah, to go from this is party music. Mm-hmm. This is, hey, we are gonna be uplifting each other. Uh huh. We're gonna be fighting pop because we. I I lived that era where there was Cosby Show, different world, which would never be green lit today. But I love that show. We'll say right. that. <laughs> oh, I adored the show. Those mm-hmm. were the one and two. Those were the two highest rated shows on television. Oof. And then yes. you had groups like uh, Public Enemy. Uh-huh. You had KRS-One. You, you had Queen Latifah. Yes. <laughs> you know, yes. all these, but when they were, they were, well, you, you got to understand your enemy studies you. And Mm -hmm. and this is how wicked somebody went. Okay, look, these people are getting too aware. Think about how HBCUs had an explosion in attendance. Yeah. During that era, art matters. Art matters. It does. I mean, it was like, please, man. Denzel Washington taught me how to walk. (laughs) You know (laughs) what I mean? Like. My father introduced me to Denzel's, like I do. My father, no, you got to see this guy. He took me to see the Mighty Quinn or something. I wasn't really interested in it yet, but like just every time he come on screen, man, I just like, gosh, man. And I knew I was conscious enough to know he's careful and he knew what he was doing every time Mm -hmm. he was getting out there, Mm -hmm. like to have that kind of burden on you and to do it so elegantly. Yeah. I was like, wow, you know, like art matters. Art matters. Seeing Felicia Rashad, who I, like, uh, I used to worship at the... one. She literally is probably why I ended up picking a wife I did. Mm-hmm. Because I, I remember everybody was in love with Denise Huxable. Yeah. Everybody knew, Mm-mm, give me yeah, Mama right. Claire. Claire right. Huxable, that woman had me at hello. Yes,
1: <laughs> yes. yes.
2: She still got me a hello. I remember (laughs) I just, oh my lord. She just she just embodied this image of a full human being, this full woman where she could be brilliant, she could Mm -hmm. be mom, she Mm -hmm. could be a wonderful wife. And I love the dynamic of what they were portraying in that show where, you know, he would cook for her. Yeah. Yes. You know, like it was like, and she wasn't grand and wonderful at his expense. He was like, the, no, it was like, and the kids weren't these rebellious idiot kids talking down. To anybody. It was like, there's this beautiful synergy where you felt the full humanity. That's and it. Like I said, man, like, you know, you, that's art. Art matters. It does something to you. And nice. I mean, that's why like till this day, I'm like a lot of people and a lot of people don't admit this, but I I have never watched. I've never sat through the wizard of Oz. Because I saw The Wiz first.
1: Ah, after, okay.
2: Yeah, once I saw The Wiz, that was my first kind of like, you know, and mm-hmm. I wore that album out as a kid. hmm hmm But that's the only story I knew. And so when somebody said, oh, The Wiz of Oz is coming on, I thought, oh, it's The Wiz. Yeah. And I was like, what's this? It was right. like, it's, you know, listen, God, look, Judy Garland was a beast. But, I mean, I just you know, there's something about when you relate to something so mm-hmm. deeply mm-hmm. and it, you know, that's where I fell in love with Lena Horn And I had like a target on that woman and God <laughs> yes. was kind to me that I met her when I was about 18 years old Okay, and, and I got to sing for her and she was everything I hoped she was and better. Mm, yes. She was still fine. Just <laughs> elegant. She, you know, you know, like how we have you know, it's funny. Like, my uncle used to say this. He's My late uncle, he said, you know when a man walks in a room, you know a man walks in a room. He mm-hmm. said uh, says same thing with a lady. When a lady, well, you know. Like, no. something, it's energy.
1: The energy, it is. The energy just walks in with them. There's yeah. no question about it. <laughs>
2: right. And Lena Horn was like that, but she was so, like, unbe- like she was so, like, down to earth. Yeah. And she was so pleasant. And... Yeah. You know, she, she gave me such beautiful words of advice. She was so encouraging. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going, gosh, you're like this. You're like Mount Rushmore to be all by yourself in my head, you know? Yeah. And, and I came back the following year. I was supporting a friend of mine at the time. to It was a company. I came back the following year to support. And she looked from stage, saw me, and waited. She remembered me. I was like, holy crap. I was like, man. So, like, to be around that, to mm-hmm. like, that those things, Inform and stay with me. Yeah, you know, to have people like that believe in you. Yeah, you know, art matters, man. It, it matters. It does something. It's just like I've had these. I, I call it little little wins in my back. You know, yeah. where I know, you know, it's like, hey, okay, I'm going the right way. To have mm-hmm. people of that stature go, yeah, keep going. You keep, know, yeah. yeah, you've got it. You you have something special. You know, and I and I've always encouraged me, you know, listen, encourage other people too. one mm-hmm. of the great things I, I privileges I have as ringmasters, my mouth, yeah. like what I say is gold, because mm-hmm. what I say brings forth the greatest joy you're going to experience. Mm-hmm. It brings mm-hmm. forth the extraordinary. But on a personal level, I've met ch- children who've grown up on my voice. So now they're adults, they're in college, yeah. and they still write me. They'll wow. find me on social media. Oh, yeah. man, you're the one who told me to keep going. And I wanted to give up on this thing. And you said, no, that's what you're supposed to do. This guy came out of knowing and said, I was like, oh, wow. Right. I didn't remember him. But the fact that he carried that from when he was a kid, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I said this. I remember there was this gentleman. He's since passed. He, every time he would see me at the show, yeah. tear up, he said, no, he said, you don't understand. He said, you have no idea what you did for my daughter. Oh, wow. I said something in passing. Because yeah. I like I used to have braces. Oh. Okay. So I'd see kids with braces. You know, I said, Oh, you know, don't worry about that. One day you're gonna be as good looking as me. You know, I said mm-hmm. in the ring message thing, you know, people laugh. And his daughter lit up. You know, he said I mean, he said you were so sweet to her about it. He yeah. said and all of a sudden because she was so shy when he said and now she's in the theater, the whole bitch, she's fully grown, married, and whole but she just He said, she completely blossomed after that encounter. Yeah. And I'm saying art matters, man. And Mm -hmm. your presence, I really learned to embrace. Yeah, you know, it matters that I'm the first Black. It matters that I was the youngest because, you know, not only is it important for our children to be, Mm -hmm. and their parents to go, oh, right, you Mm know, man. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because I used to meet these white parents who happen to have black children they had okay. adopted yeah they'd come to me like you know so it's such a relief to see you because we've been trying to find something for her for him to relate Ooh. to and when you came out she just blew up and said, he's brown like me he's brown like me you know that does something to a kid yeah, yeah. What, i mean it it, it Art matters, you know, that, yeah. that type of presence. And it matters even for, like, I mean, you'd be surprised how many white kids mm-hmm. <laughs> are, like, mm-hmm. following me around. Because yeah. what that does for them yeah. is to, like, you know, because you can imagine what they're hearing, and now this is, wait a minute. They're seeing the opposite of what they're hearing. Yeah. And that, yeah. again, that goes back to what we're saying about this false narrative around CRT. The truth yeah. is... The, the dirty elites who are playing this game and they know what they're doing, knowledge is the most powerful thing. Yes, We it saw, is. you know, corrupt portions of the church. They used to use the Bible as such mm-hmm. to keep it from people. You uh-huh. know, that's why when you see some of the most fierce abolitionists actually knew the whole Bible from cover to cover. Nat Turner, yeah. John Brown, they knew it. And that's yeah. what drove them. And that's what people were afraid of. And that knowledge... And there's something about our children coming into the knowledge of themselves, Mm -hmm. coming into the knowledge of the world around them where Mm -hmm. they're going to start asking questions. Yeah. And they don't want to have to answer those questions. They're going to be like, wait a minute. You've been telling me my whole life. I've been seeing on the news. Now I'm like, I'm connecting things. What Mm -hmm. up with that?
0: Mm -hmm. They Mm
2: -hmm. don't want to have to deal with that because truthfully our harmony it's the most dangerous thing in the world. There's nothing more powerful than when people realize their collective interest That's and it. start acting accordingly. And I think, again, art matters and art will be intricate in making that happen. Um, yeah. You know, when you have to work with somebody, when you have to live amongst people um, as we do here in the circus, you know, mm-hmm. these people from all over the world. Yeah, And I'm probably the first black American, most of them I've ever had to work with or interact with, yeah, you know, and how how privileged they are, <laughs> you know, to, to Get me, and to actually see how I am, mm-hmm. and because I know, you know, the way I was groomed and 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 bred, yeah. was you don't just represent yourself, mm-hmm. you just I, even like I mean, my mother was like, I couldn't go out there. I try and sneak out with a, my hair uncombed and, and my shirt wrinkled. That collar would be pulled back. She's like, You get in here, iron is closed. You represent me. You represent yeah. this family. And that was, that, that stayed in my mind. And I'm like that mm-hmm. with my kids till this day. Right. You know, ambassadorship. Yeah. Art matters. Art matters because of that. So it, it's a real privilege to be in this position um, yeah. because, you know, I, I know I'm carrying this wonderful, uh, I call it a wonderful burden. Mm-hmm. because i'm i'm I have this opportunity now to bear witness to to uh, the full dignity of my people, you know, yeah. or at least a, look, this is a portion of who we really are, yeah, and now you have to see it you know and and now you know and and to be intellectually honest, I have to readjust certain things I may have thought about you, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. meaning my friend Anna, who's Russian, yeah. Made a world of difference of how I thought about Russia. All I heard about Russia was from Rocky Four, <laughs> right? Right. You know I mean? Yeah. And to actually meet Russians and actually get to know Russians or Hungarians or Brazilians and to really know people, right? And you know, if you're privileged enough to visit those countries, you get. You, it's like it's. I swear, man, coming into knowledge, it's like it's always that, huh? Wait a minute. Right. Like, are you kidding me? This is, you know, wait, you're like that too? Like, right. oh my goodness. Oh, but you do it a little like this. Oh, that's how you say it. Oh, that's it. You know, it's like, uh-huh. I mean, the, different, the, the similarities is are, are there and the differences aren't even that profound. Yeah. You know, they're slight, they're significant. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just the, where- I mean it's it it's crazy, you know i I really do believe that verse you know one day the world will look up and see this deceiver and go that's who was deceiving us right that's who is deceiving us, and really it's our own minds,
0: mm-hmm. it's our own
2: minds and and you know again, art matters we yeah. we have to break these walls with great art, yeah, and it's very important and i I hope you know your listeners take that other artists take that with them that you know um. Just as important as you are as it is for you to cultivate your craft
0: mm-hmm.
2: just as important as it is for you to create relationships to mm-hmm. propel yourself Fair. and to propel others it is very important for you to understand that you are you you are an ambassador
0: mm-hmm. you are an
2: ambassador you you, you, you your representation matters. Yeah. you know and and what you do say carries extraordinary weight extraordinary yeah. weight you know i mean it, it, it really does i mean and elites have used the arts you know for evil for <laughs> yeah you know? yes. yeah they i mean they know every time they make a movie i mean we're still suffering the ramifications of that movie birth of a nation
1: Hollywood's mm. first big
2: blockbuster hit.
1: Yeah, like
2: you think about that. I don't, like, ever, I don't I, think I've actually watched that whole thing through. If I'm honest, no, and I wouldn't because it's mm-hmm. traumatizing. But if you see it, you see you see the you can see what it was based on, mm-hmm. and those stereotypes still reverberate yeah. till this day. Yeah, till this day, we mm-hmm. have to carry that burden. Because yeah. of a movie. Art matters. It's powerful. It resonates until eternity. It it shifts and changes people's thinking. It's that. And so, I mean, and we know that because you see how hard it is for black filmmakers and creatives to get funding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And once you're telling your own story, our story is freaking phenomenal. Yeah. You read in these history books the stuff we could be telling out here, the Listen. people out there Uh-huh. Yeah. Glorious folks mm-hmm. whose stories need to be done. I'm not talking about all slavery and downtrodden. stuff. I'm talking about stuff that just, is just sheer brilliance, just sheer yeah. brilliance. Hilarity. Some villains too. Why not? Tell it all. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tell it all. Tell the
1: fullness of us. Right. Tell like the brilliance of us.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, that that's, I, I hope for a, a, a sort of artistic renaissance. Yeah. You know, um, I, I think a lot of we have we're in this interesting place now, you know, we have all this mm-hmm. technology mm-hmm. and um you know you can learn anything now on YouTube or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um I, I just hope for their good, you know, um people start valuing it and really using it and really combing the powers that they have now mm-hmm. with well grounded um and proven great fundamentals. Yeah. In the crafts. Don't don't skip any steps. Um, you know, still okay. practice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, still hold your craft. You know, still yes. create those habits that make you sharp, you know. Mm-hmm. Where if you didn't have it, all that stuff, you'd still be bad. You know, a lot of people don't realize yeah. that. You could take all that stuff away from Michael Jackson, he'd still floor you. You take all that right. stuff from Prince, he would still floor you. Right. You know? Aretha only did she, she, didn't even need a piano. She's, you know what I mean? Like uh-huh. that kind of art where it's like I, bare naked or, you know, full out. I got you.
1: Right. You know? Right. They still be them. That's true. Yeah. And still give you a hundred, no, a thousand percent without yeah. all of the extra.
2: Cause it's in them. It's, it's mm-hmm. in them. And, and that's what I encourage people to really, you know, I, I remember what James Baldwin says all the time. You have to go to mm-hmm. where your blood beats. Uh You know, you go to where your blood beats. P.T. Barnum, he said my favorite quote of all time. He said, unless a man enters upon the vocation intended for him by nature and best suited to his peculiar genius, he cannot succeed. So be Mm -hmm. yourself. Be yourself. And that's a courageous thing to do. It's a hard thing to do in a world that's, you know, and I find it's very difficult for women because Mm -hmm. women from the day, gosh, man. I mean, like the narratives like every woman's got a doggone narrative that she didn't create. Mm-hmm. hmm And it's cruel. And it's cruel, especially black women. Especially yes. black women. Because everybody yeah. takes from black women. Everybody takes from black women's plate. <laughs> there ain't right. nobody won't take from black woman plate. Right. That is correct, sir. That yeah, is you know, is it's, it's, it's the honest truth. I mean, I I I don't like please. I mean, everybody has to acknowledge that, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody takes from a black woman's plate. And so that has to be, that's something we don't have to rectify. And right. we have to, I mean, the the genius that comes from black women is like, it's just, it's insane, man. <laughs> like, it's 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 just, it's ridiculous. You know, Richard Williams, father of uh, Venus Serena Williams, he used to say uh-huh. that he, when he was talking about his mother, and it's so beautiful when he talks about his mother and women in general, he's like, you know, this when a woman thinks, He's like, it's like it's like there's nothing she can't do. Mm-hmm. You know, where there's a woman, there's magic. And I've seen that. Black women are like, gosh, man. I mean, like, you see it all the time. And I and I have a particular respect for it through mm-hmm. music because mm-hmm. for me, when it comes to singing, there's a black female voice and then there's everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Like I mentioned a lot of male singers, mm-hmm. but the truth is, my God of a singer is Sarah Vaughn. No, come, come on. Come <laughs> on. Nobody touches Nancy Wilson. Uh-huh. Nobody touches Aretha. Like, nobody, like, you know, I'm like, it's, to me, that's like, oh, that's another section. We can talk about the, we'll talk about the underlings now. Right. That's <laughs> like, you know, I mean, if it was a Mount Olympus of singing, it would just mm-hmm. be a bunch of black women just sitting there. Right. Because you know? everybody gets from there. Luther Vandross mm-hmm. used to say it. I knew I was in good company because Luther said it. It's like, please. Right. He's like, that's all he studied. Same thing yeah. with Philip Bailey of, the, um, of Earth, Wind, and Fire. That's all uh-huh. he listened to. That's who he listened to. That's how he learned his range. That's who you listen right. to. You go, go to the source. The first yeah. mothers who sang to their children. Yeah. And everybody's your children. hmm You know? And let's keep mm-hmm. it real. I love Adele's songwriting. But she's where she is because she impersonates
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: that wonderful black female voice. And she'll probably tell you that. She and I don't blame her. Right. right. So, yep. She's like, yep, I do. And you're like, okay. I don't blame her. I think she's a genius songwriter. I love yeah. her songwriting. She's a genius songwriter. But like, she'll tell you, yeah. Cool. Yep. That's exactly what I did. And I mm-hmm. and if I were her, I would do it too. hmm mm-hmm. And I have. Yeah.
1: Right. Right. You're like, and I have. Because I know. I know. You know, I know I'm borrowing from greatness. Yeah. Yes. I like that. Why not?
2: Why not? Yeah. Why not borrow from it, but make sure you're giving credit. It's, you know?
1: it's that part. It's that part.
2: Because we're yeah. generous people. Mm-hmm. And nobody's more generous than a black female. Mm-hmm. Nobody's more generous than a black woman. Just mm-hmm. give her credit. Yeah, yes. Yes. And she can be generous because it's overabundant. It's opulent. Yeah. It's not like she can't keep making it. Yes. <laughs> she don't right. have to hoard nothing. You know, it's just, you know, it, it's divine. It's always yeah. going to be there. She can make yeah. more.
1: Yeah. She's not
2: horrid. That's for other people, mm-hmm. you know,
1: mm-hmm.
2: just, just thank her, be grateful. Right. And tell the truth, you
0: know?
2: Yeah. But yeah. That's a, that's a, Oh my gosh. I, was, I almost failed class. I almost failed a class in college because of Sarah Vaughn. Oh no. <laughs> I was, I was, I would stay in the music library, just listening to her. Yeah. For hours. And I would like, I would go to class late. Cause I was just. Yeah. You know, just taking her in. Yeah. And she's always been she's so glorious to me because, you know, every singer I've ever listened to, I've unconsciously picked up something uh-huh. and used it. Even other women singers.
1: But okay. Sarah
2: can't. Yeah. I just it's just like she's just like I was just man, <laughs> that, that lady's just divine to me. I mean her voice uh, like, if I ever had a crisis in faith, i just listen to Saravon. To, uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. I got it back. I got yeah, it back. Yeah.
2: Yeah. ain't no way in the world I'm standing, looking God in his face in judgment, talking about, you ain't giving me enough evidence. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right.
1: Saravon, right.
2: <laughs> come on. Like, come on.
1: <laughs> come on. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, Jonathan, thank you so much for sharing. Thank you. thank you. Like, for having me. Oh, thank you for, for you being giving and sharing and just, oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So before I let you go though, uh, two more things. Uh, first, where can everybody find you out in these social media streets?
2: Oh, you can always find me at last ringmaster across all social media. Um, mm-hmm. Whether it's IG, Twitter, TikTok, uh, YouTube, um, or you can follow me on my um, my 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 website, Big Top Voice, uh, which connects you to all my social media uh, stuff. Even on LinkedIn, it's Last Ringmaster. I figure I keep it simple.
1: Right, <laughs> fair, fair. Don't worry, everybody. That's going to go in the show notes, so you can just click. So don't worry about that. And then. I again thank you for sharing. Like, I'm so full right now, and I hope everybody listening is. Like, I'm just, I'm, I, I've, it's been great. Uh, but I must, 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 must say to you that um, I acknowledge you, I celebrate you, and I uplift you.
2: Thank you so much.
1: You're welcome. You. You're so very welcome. Thank you.
2: Thank you. You light me up. Stay, <laughs> oh, <tape>,
1: stay. <laughs> I hope you have been informed and inspired by this week's episode. Make sure to hit the subscribe button to be notified when new episodes are out. To stay up to date and in the know about merchandise, exclusive content, and how to support the show, please subscribe to the newsletter at ayanabaycom slash podcast. That's A-Y-A-N-A-B-E-Y dot com slash podcast. And there's a link in the show notes. This show's executive producer is Ayana Major Bay and editor is Kieran Niemont. Thank you for tuning in and I'll speak to you soon.